This is Plant-Based Briefing. Eric Adams is New York City's first vegan mayor. He shares his health journey, part two, by Lucy Danziger at TheBeat.com. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is the Curated Content Plant-Based Podcast, where I narrate articles on a variety of plant-based and vegan topics in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. Today's article was a bit longer than most, so I've split it into two and read part one yesterday, so go back and listen to that if you haven't already. And then today is part two. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Eric Adams is New York City's first vegan mayor. He shares his health journey. Part two by Lucy Danziger at TheBeat.com. The Beat. Learning to cook is impressive. So you got good at it? Adams. It's really easy when you think about it. As borough president, I eat out a lot. It was really about adjusting my life to this new way of living. I basically don't go out and have pizza, or if I do go out, we find a vegan pizza shop. Happy Cow is a great place to find vegan restaurants. So now, if we go out, I find places that are vegan. I entertain a lot and make my own pizza dough out of cauliflower and flax flour. I've had to learn how to eat a new way. We really have to commend our relatives and ancestors for doing what we do as human beings, adapting for survival. But adaptation for survival now means changing again. There is nothing natural about becoming diabetic and dying in your 50s, or getting Alzheimer's in our 80s or 90s. I am so proud of my mother. She changed her diet and went off her diabetes medication after two months. She is truly my inspiration. I now want to help others do it too. It's possible. In Healthy at Last, I show that chocolate cake is more than food. We connect food with people and emotions. My dad used to give me things to comfort me if I had a bad day at baseball, so now I connect that food to comfort. We all do this. If you are on the standard American diet, the poison of that diet is going to manifest itself in different ways in different people. Some people are going to gain weight, and some people are going to get depression, and some people are going to have heart disease. Not everyone is going to have the same symptoms, but trust me, you can't eat a diet of overprocessed food and added sugar and meat without it manifesting itself in some way. The Beat How do we help those who live in food deserts with limited access to healthy food and produce? Adams We need to be mission-driven when it comes to access to healthy food. The first thing we must do is embrace the power of food and health. Right now, we're dealing with a medical crisis, and that's also partly food-related or lifestyle-related, since those who suffer the worst symptoms of COVID-19 are also often dealing with obesity and diabetes and other chronic illnesses that are related to diet and lifestyle choices. I have no power to decide what you put on your grill, but I do have the power to decide what we are feeding our children in schools, and what patients get fed in hospitals, and what prisons feed the incarcerated population in New York City. We can be mission-driven and make sure stores carry lettuce, kale, and produce. Let's incentivize local stores to carry those items. And we can help people see the hidden powers of the healthy items that are already in those bodegas, like dried lentils and rice and beans. Here is the prescription you are going to write. Find healthy items wherever you can. The Beat. There is a perception eating plant-based is expensive. What is your reality? Isn't plant-based food inherently cheaper than meat? One study said you can save $23 a week if you don't add meat to your grocery cart. Adams. Yes, some of the countries where food has been traditionally plant-based are healthy on rice and beans, vegetables and fruit, legumes, whole grains, and very little meat. But when you look at some of these countries that were plant-based for centuries, 
It's amazing what happens when the American diet comes in, and very quickly they become unhealthy. Even in Hawaii, which has been a healthy state for generations with a tradition of eating some of the most healthy foods grown locally, the way they've indoctrinated spam into society, and now people who eat that fatty meat are getting unhealthy. Here was a state with some of the most healthy vegetables, fruits, and food traditions, and they are going to be unhealthy if they continue to incorporate habits from the mainland. When you see the fast food chains popping up all over, like Popeyes and KFC and McDonald's, I know that when it comes to feeding our kids, we can do so much better. The beat. But when Mayor Bloomberg tried to tax big, supersized, sugary drinks, most people got upset and wouldn't stand for it. So what's the answer? Adams, there's a combination of things that we can do. We can learn from what Bloomberg attempted to do. There must be a grassroots or from-the-ground-up effort. If we start showing our young people in schools what is healthy and show them nutrition-based learning, and if we show them the illnesses that their families are suffering from, and instead teach them about choosing healthy snacks, this is one way. Once we start leading the way with healthy snacks and vending machines in schools and teaching kids to eat better, like Meatless Mondays that started in Brooklyn and then expanded to the entire city school system, that's one way to start. Then they can show their parents what to eat. In addition, we were able to get the city to stop purchasing processed meats. That was big. Also, we are working to bring healthy plant-based foods to serve in our hospitals and correctional facilities. These are all steps on the way to a healthier population and city. The Beat. So are you running for mayor? Can we announce it right here, right now? Adams, we are 85% there. One thing for sure is that New York City is going to be one of the most healthy cities in the entire country. New York shares ideas not only in the country but in the world. So when we embrace plant-based food, it's important that we do things in the right way. The Beat, love that. What is your personal favorite snack? Adams, nice frozen dessert of bananas, blueberries, freshly made peanut butter, and chopped up fruit. I put it in a ninja, and it's smooth and satisfies your palate. You can eat sweet, healthy foods. The Beat. COVID-19 has hit the black community hardest. How would you help people try to be their healthiest in the midst of a pandemic? Adams, this has been a terrible time, and even with the pandemic and everything else that is going on, the reality is that we can make individual efforts to change our lifestyle and try to eat healthily, get exercise, and alter our chances of being healthier, even if we are unlucky enough to catch the virus. The question is, what are you willing to commit to? You can make these changes if you want to. It's in your power to eat healthier, no matter what your past habits or your family's traditions. The Beat and we are so happy to see that you are sticking with your healthy ways and keeping the weight off. Adams, yes, I have kept off the weight. I feel really good and at a comfortable weight for me. When you eat healthily, your body takes a new shape. I tell people, you can have that body you know is inside you. It's ready to come out. Your body wants to be healthy. Just get out of its way. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter if you had a bad time in the past when you ate too much. You can do it and let yourself be healthy from now on. That's what I want people to learn from Healthy at Last. You just listened to Eric Adams as New York City's first vegan mayor. He shares his health journey, part two, by Lucy Danziger at TheBeat.com. And in this episode, they talk about food deserts and people with limited access to healthy food and produce. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes to a new documentary that just came out yesterday called They're Trying to Kill Us. 
The aim of the film is to encourage critical thought about justice by highlighting hip-hop artists and activists who speak about injustice in all its forms. It addresses food access and food deserts, nutritional and environmental racism, diet-related diseases, racial disparities of disease, government corruption, animal cruelty, climate change, and ultimately how the influence of hip-hop will save the world. So check that out at they'retryingtokillus.com, and as I said, I'll have a link in the show notes. And as always, I link to the original post in the show notes, and in that original post, you can find that Eric Adams shares his favorite Chipotle mac and cheese recipe from his book, Healthy at Last. So check that out if you want to try a great recipe, and please share this episode with anyone who may benefit. I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is Plant-Based Briefing. Thanks for listening.